Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Everybody to Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock here. Malcolm Carter alongside us. More on that in just a second. Uh, we'll get into what's uh, what Malcolm's going to be doing with us here for the next little bit. Excited about that. We've got the Chiefs' next matchup. The divisional round is set across the NFL as we wrap up Wild Card Weekend last night. We'll get into all things football today as we look ahead. The Chiefs. Listen. I've been telling you, I kind of like their chances here. We'll get into it. Uh, We'll also look ahead to K-State men's basketball, a big one tonight in Manhattan against Baylor. All kinds of good stuff coming for you. Executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, Dan Israel, coming in in the second hour. Jad Chambers producing for us, man in that KFH hotline, which as always is at 869-1240. We're going to give away some HTO. Uh, some iced tea, some coffee. We're beginning to thaw out of this deep freeze. We'll get up to a sweltering 20 degrees here today. The sun will come out. It'll be fantastic. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll creep back into normalcy a little bit. I hope everybody's staying safe, staying warm out there. Malcolm, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. I can't complain. I think uh, most Michigan fans will say that on this Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. You got a national championship. You got the Lions winning... Uh, their first playoff game. Is that of your lifetime, Malcolm? That is of my lifetime. That's of Malcolm's lifetime. Uh, if you go into the office, Malcolm has his Matt Stafford Lions jersey sitting there in the office, which is an interesting dynamic to that game. Uh, but, yeah. So what Malcolm's going to do here, Malcolm, of course, uh, runs promotions here at Odyssey for all our family of networks. He's going to step in. So with Tommy's new position, he's got to – uh, be in a couple of meetings on Tuesday mornings. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Malcolm swing in here, start the first hour with me, and then he'll just finish the show with us. Malcolm Carter Tuesdays, if you want to call it that. Uh, <laughs> like so that. we're looking forward to that. Uh, Tommy and Malcolm will have hour number two today. It's kind of a wacky week for us, but on normal circumstances, we'll just have basically Malcolm in on Tuesdays, and we're looking forward to that. Different flavor, different variety to the show a little bit, mix things up. Um, and we'll have some fun with it. So uh, let's jump right into it, Malcolm. Football last night, we have, well, 
you know, the, the Bills-Steelers actually got a little interesting. It didn't, it, you know, it didn't end particularly interesting. The Bills still covered the number. They won by two touchdowns. The Buccaneers-Eagles was uh, kind of a blowout. It was sort of a weekend of big margins a little bit. Outside of your Rams-Lions game, everything finished uh, in at least double digits, uh, in some of them big-time double digits. But the trend sort of continued last night with those two games. And now we move on to the round where typically – Things do get far more interesting. Uh, this is usually a, a fun weekend, and I think it'll be the case again this weekend. These are teams, you know, outside of the Texans and the Packers that everybody sort of expected to be here, probably. But here we go. Uh, what you think of the games last night? <clears throat> uh, I think the games last night went relatively how I expected them to go. Um, I think some folks were shocked by the Eagles, but um, I think that the last several weeks of the regular season showed that, that they're just not the Eagles team that we were accustomed to last year. So, I mean, I, I expected them to, to come out there and, and compete a little more, but, I mean, between their, their tackling um, and their secondary, uh, I mean, the game pretty much went how I'm sure the, the Buccaneers expected it to go. They were going to throw it around everywhere. I think uh, Mayfield had at least like 35 passing attempts. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, hey. It's the playoffs, man. It's winner go home. I think I think the Buccaneers just wanted it more. Yeah, I, I don't. I I can't remember a position group like a, a such a specified position group having this big of an impact on an entire team. Uh, and that's coming from somebody who watched the Chiefs' wide receivers for a lot of the year. But man, the Chiefs' secondary. I mean, the the Eagles' secondary. It 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 just like it. It prevents them. It's like it. It just like bleeds into everything, and it's been so bad all year, which is crazy. Because when we looked at the draft with the Eagles, of course, coming off of the Super Bowl appearance and all of these things, you were like, "All right, they're they're in a position to be amazing." And then they sort of started the year that way, and then that secondary, which was thin, like that was their deficiency even coming into the year, just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And now, what did they start? Ten and one. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a team that started ten and one after a Super Bowl appearance, and people are having a conversation about should that young rising star head coach be fired? And it has been wild. And I, I don't think he'll get. I don't think he'll get fired. By the way, he should not. Nor get do fired. I think. Not at all. Nor do I think he should. Like something got away from. Now, if they come out and struggle next year, then I think you can have the conversation for sure. But like. To go from ten and one to the way that season ended, largely without like your key key players hurt, and there's again their secondary was decimated and bad to begin with, and they didn't have AJ Brown in this game. But I hate to I hate to break it to everybody, AJ Brown wasn't going to make up the difference in in twenty three points last night. So I, I I it's one of the stranger falls I've seen within a season. And I can't think of anything other than their secondary was just so bad. But, man, that, that can't be it. Jason Kelsey now apparently will retire. Uh, he, he reportedly told teammates last night. And it just think that thing unraveled in Philadelphia. And good for Baker Mayfield in Tampa, right? Like, Baker Mayfield's been kicked around a little bit. He got a screw job in, in Cleveland. He played hurt, cost him his job, bounces around a little bit. Had a nice little resurgence in in L.A. last year. Goes to Tampa and takes the Buccaneers into the second round of the playoffs. And, you know, he's playing hurt again. Looked pretty good last night. And and the Bucs, you know, as we look ahead to the Bucs, I'm not going to, and I know it's your Lions, but I'm not going to say the Bucs can't go win another playoff game. Like, they 
they've kind of got something going on offense, and and we'll see. But it's good for Baker Mayfield, a good story. But I think the story is the Eagles. I don't think the story is the Bucks today. I think the story is the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. And I think <clears throat> something that they mentioned last night, Jalen Hurst just doesn't look like the Jalen Hurst that we're used to. I know that they said that he was back from his injury, but he just he looks a, a step slower. Um, and I think that does kind of play into the flow of their offense. He's not getting those rushing attempts. Those RPOs aren't really um, as unpredictable as they've been in the past. Um, so I, I do think they'll they'll come back next year a better team. I think this will make them stronger. But like I said, I think they lacked – I don't think they wanted to come out there and, and really play their best last night. It kind of just like, well, we're here, so we're going to play. Um, yeah. I, I it's It's strange. And it's strange, too, because that's – like think back to last year with what we saw in in Sirianni and like the identity of this team and tell yourself what happened and you never believed it mm-hmm. right you would never believed that that would have been the case but it was and you know I, the eagles and the cowboys man like it just it just both just like bleh, just can <laughs> falling through but uh, the other game, the Bills and the Steelers, is, of course, the one that we have far more interest in. Maybe not Malcolm because he wanted to see who his Lions would play. But, yeah. you know, for, for Chiefs Kingdom, we, Tommy and I talked about this briefly at the end of the show yesterday. And I thought I was going to – I thought I would sound crazy for saying it. But I honestly and genuinely thought it would be better for the Chiefs that the Bills win that game. Mm. Not because Pittsburgh's some dangerous team, but because of two things. One – I don't think I would want to see Houston now. I'd rather see what I'm familiar with in Buffalo. I'm not convinced Buffalo's that much better than Houston. I mean, they're better, but not that much better. And the other thing is, it gives Houston a chance to go take a swing at Baltimore. Pittsburgh wasn't going and beating Baltimore, but Houston might. I mean, I'm not going to count Houston out of that game next week. So I, I think for the Chiefs' sake, getting that outcome... Big pick because the Chiefs look, the Chiefs is the three seed. They're gonna have to travel, right? And and I've contended for months and months, even through the struggles, that if they do what they do well, that travels anyway. Mm-hmm. And it probably doesn't matter as much as it would in past years. So if they're gonna have to do that, it doesn't really matter that they have to go to Buffalo. Go to Buffalo and get the win and hope that Houston can knock off Baltimore. I'd rather take my chances there than welcome in Red Hot Houston and their sort of explosive offense because Buffalo is not really an explosive offense. I'd rather I'd rather have Buffalo and Houston take a swing at Baltimore because Baltimore, who's ultimately has to worry you if you're Kansas City. It's not Buffalo. You know you can beat Buffalo. You had Buffalo beat in a game. You've beaten Buffalo in the postseason plenty of times. And what you do, I, I think, kind of translates well against Buffalo. Mm. So I don't think you worry about Buffalo. You worry about Baltimore. And if you can have Houston go take a swing at them, I think that's best-case scenario, big picture, better for the Chiefs. Is it better this week? I don't know, but it's better for their chances to win a Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, I hadn't hadn't thought of it that way, but I do think um, playing that familiar foe uh, will bode well for the Chiefs. I mean, they've had – this team, it feels like they match up like twice a year at this point um, whenever they play each other. So that's that's actually a very interesting perspective on that. But um, I'll be be interested, honestly, to see – that Chiefs and Bills game. Um, I mean, I, I really am leaning towards the Bills at this present moment in time. I think that their offense has found that that sort of groove that they've been looking for. Um, I think James Cook is, is RB1 of the future. 
Um, so I think it'll be a different matchup for the Chiefs than than what they're accustomed to seeing in the playoffs, like Josh Allen throwing it 40 times a game. Um, so I, I I really think that these two teams, even though they're familiar, they're coming in with looking and they have a different look to them than, than previous games. So the Chiefs beat the Bills in 21 in the playoffs, and they beat them 38-20. Uh, sorry, the uh, yeah, the Chiefs win that game. So basically what the Bills have done is, is won all the regular season games mm. while the Chiefs have won all the postseason games, Pretty much. right? That's that's sort of what we've seen a little bit. So in 21, you had the Chiefs lose the regular season game but win the postseason game. Uh, in, in 22, same thing. You had the Bills win the regular season game and the Chiefs win the postseason game in overtime. Mm. And then last year, or this year so far – the Bills win the regular season game, and here they are meeting in the postseason. That's been the recent history. Um, now, will this be so, the first? Will this be the first home game that the Bills have in the playoffs? Correct. Okay. Of all six of those, of all five, so out of the last six, including this one, so this will be number six of that recent history. The Chiefs have hosted every one of those games. This will be the first time since 2020 that the Chiefs have gone to Buffalo. The Chiefs won that game. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, you go back three, four years in the NFL and you've gone back too far. Yeah. So, like, it, it, we we look at that now and it's just, it's very, it's just something that you're not afraid of if you're the I think that's the biggest thing. You're just not afraid of that. It, it's not, it's not something that you fear to have to go to Buffalo. Now, they haven't gone there, but again, like, if the Chiefs are going to do what they need to do, which is play good defense, run the ball, and try to play mistake-free, if nothing else, on offense, that's not stuff you need to need home field for. If you're going to be explosive on offense, if you need to make it, you know, if you need to wreck the other opposing offense's ability to do what it needs to do, those are the things you need home field for. I just think that the Chiefs are equipped to do whatever they want to do at any place. They just have to execute. It's all about execution for Kansas City. And so Buffalo comes in, they'll be two and a half point favorites. That's essentially a home field favorite. It, it's basically a pick 'em game with home field implying the three points or so uh, for Buffalo. I would suspect that that line actually moves toward Kansas City by the time we get to the game time. Buffalo's been an interesting team. Buffalo had a huge lead yesterday, gave up a lot of that lead, and then flexed back down on Pittsburgh. But when we look back at you know the outcomes going all the way back to, to starting with that Kansas City game, which came after their bye, we know how that game ended up. Then they looked really good against Dallas. Then it was a two-point win against the Chargers and a six-point win against the Patriots. And you're like, okay. And then a seven-point win against the Dolphins in which I, I think that spoke to well, – it really did speak to like how bad Miami probably really was with all the injuries, but it also spoke to Buffalo's – but Buffalo wins despite making mistakes. Mm. If they make mistakes like that against Kansas City, they'll lose. Right. Kansas City will beat them. I, it almost, you know, the, the old cliche, I think, of, you know, which team turns it over fewer times. or Like, that's going to play out here, I think. I, I, I do think, like, if the Chiefs simplify it and just say, guys, if we eliminate those killer penalties and if we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win this game. And I and I do think that that's the case. I think that's true. Um, I, I think that it matches up well for Kansas City. The over unders at forty six. It feels pretty high mm-hmm. uh, for even for as explosive as Buffalo has been. It's it's all about that Chiefs defense. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, but like I said earlier, I do think with the Bills, I think that their focus going into the playoffs, and I think a little bit of yesterday was keeping the ball on the ground, using Josh Allen's legs, and you know we're passing in in rhythm with our successful running game. So I do think that um, the Chiefs will have some struggles there um, with the with the mobile quarterback like that, and then. Um, I really think James Cook is is going to be a problem. The Chiefs have been and they've been relatively well, he was good the first them. time they played. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he he was a problem the last time they played. I'm looking at the weather forecast: 23 degrees, no precipitation. Weather probably isn't a factor here, and I don't know who weather would favor in this game, honestly, because of the Josh Allen effect. Mm. I, I I don't know that uh, jo- you don't want Josh Allen to have the ability to do what he did, quite frankly, last night against Pittsburgh, which is break off a 50 yard run. Mm. But it will be a it will be a fascinating game. Here we go again. It's become the great rivalry, in my opinion, in the NFL because every time they play, it seems like there's a lot on the line. And you know, we talk about divisional rivalries and all that. To me, like when you see the same two teams meet up in the playoffs every year for a while that that breeds the best rivalry you've Mm. got two of the best quarterbacks you've got two of the best coaches in my opinion I'm I'm very much team McDermott as he faced a little heat this year (laughs) um I I I love it man you wouldn't want anything else other than maybe the Bengals being healthy and being in the mix too but this is this is what we wanted at the beginning of the year right that we want Kansas City Buffalo in the postseason it's become that kind of rivalry absolutely man honestly I love I love the entire slate for next weekend I think from start to finish, we're going to have like to me. I don't see a bad game. Like this will be. I think this will be one of the more exciting divisional rounds in a while. It doesn't feel like anyone is in there, and they're not supposed to be. Uh, everyone's playing good towards the end of the season, um, so it's it's going to be a lot of fireworks uh, for sure. I'm looking. Let, let's let's look at next weekend. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Eight six nine twelve forty is that uh, KFH hotline. What do you think, Chiefs fans? You ready for Buffalo? You subscribe to the theory that them going to Buffalo now is a better outcome than if Houston had to come to Kansas City for all the reasons that we laid out there. Let us know what you think. Thank you for watching us on our video stream as well, which you can find on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can leave us comments there. Uh, Andrew chiming in. For you, Malcolm, he says that don't forget the Pistons won yesterday too <laughs> uh, for your for your Detroit love. Oh, uh, man, so we appreciate I'm, that. I'm not looking Andrew, at those guys. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been rough there. We haven't talked a lot of NBA on the show. Uh, two college basketball crazy. It is a K-State game day. Malcolm and Tommy will get into that in hour number two. We're going to continue the football conversation here. Jacob Albrock, Malcolm Carter, Jad Chambers producing. Tommy will be in hour number two. It's Sports Daily on a Tuesday. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Glad to be here with you. It's all Brockton Carter here for hour number one today. Tommy and Malcolm will be in. So for those of you that haven't listened, Malcolm is a diehard Detroit sports fan, especially the Lions. I mean, what is that? So, Malcolm, you, you've you've been a Lions fan forever. You finally taste a playoff victory. 
I I was there probably at about your age with the Texas Rangers uh, about, I don't know, however long that was ago. And now, of course, we got our World Series, and that's a totally different experience. So I, I've been there for as a long-suffering fan of a team. Chiefs fans had that for a long time. Many of a generation hadn't seen any success. But I just wonder, like, as you watch that, go back to the trade, the Stafford trade for Jared Goff. You ever think Jared Goff's going to lead you guys to that first playoff win? I actually I don't think anybody gave them a chance. I actually did, man. I wasn't I wasn't too caught up in what folks were saying about Jared Goff. Um now what I will say is uh kind of a nod to Cam Newton here. He really needs some of those pieces around him to make him successful. I don't think he's like Matt Stafford who's just like a gunslinger, but I do think um that if we built a team around him, I didn't see why we couldn't simulate some of that same success. Um and I think I think a lot of that has ended up bolding true uh, for the Lions. Um, we've drafted, I think, better than anyone the last three years. Um, we've signed the necessary free agents. So to me, it, it it just feels like we earned it. It doesn't it doesn't feel like a like wow like this is such a magical like this is finally happening. I feel like you know like we got better. We went three and thirteen. We went nine and eight, and now we've progressed and gotten better as a team. And I think that's what good organizations do. Um, and I'm not going to go into too much into the regime before um, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, but um, we just needed a complete overlook. Um, and I think JG is the, is the perfect guy to lead that just because he's so – he's just calm, cool, and collected, man. Like 3-13 and 13 and, you know, even through this season so far, he's been the same guy, giving the same answers, um, just being a good leader for the group, man. So I feel great. I, I feel great even past this season just – just looking outwardly, um, you know, we have so many young guys um, on rookie contracts. And, you know, it's just it's just a really good position to be in. So I'm happy. Yeah, you know, it's and, – and the thing about it is, too, I think, is it's all sustainable. Hmm. Even with Goff, like I, I, this not some flash in the pan. He is a nice fit for what it is they want to do. Jared Goff's just 29 years old. Right. Right. I, I think when we think about like long-term quarterbacks and the quarterbacks that are franchise guys, I, I think we almost felt like Goff would be this stopgap, right? This placeholder for whatever it is the Lions did post Stafford. But the reality is Jared Goff's 29 years old, mm. right? Jared Goff, I, I, he had 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 12 picks this year. Like, I, I think for what the Lions want to be about, that's fine. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I, I think that's enough for them. They've, they're, they're continuing to surround him with talent there. They're good at wide receiver. Uh, could be a little better, but they're good. They, but they want to run the ball and they want to play defense, and they've shown us that. And I think that they can. And now, as we look at their potential in the postseason, with Dallas out, Man. The Lions become, I would think, who are six-point favorites against the Bucks. They they've got a shot here, and San Francisco is going to be really interesting to watch. Green Bay versus San Francisco should be fun, if nothing else. I don't know what the Niners. What we know about the Niners is when they're when they're right, they're the best in football. I don't think there's any question about that. But when they're just a tick off, they're not only not the best team in football, they're I mean, they, they've lost four games in that scenario, right? When any one of their key guys, and their key guys would be Purdy, Debo, Ayuk, 
Kittle, McCaffrey, and I guess Trent Williams. Mm. So you're looking, that's kind of their Pro Bowl group. But if any of those guys are out, it, it totally seems to disrupt everything they're doing. So I, I, I think they've been on thin ice, but I do think they're the best. But absolutely Detroit could beat them. Detroit, you know, Detroit wants to run the ball. They've played better defense. When you see the strength of their defense, it's it's kind of become the run defense, right? And and you know it's going to start there if you're going to beat San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of going to start there too, by the way, if you're going to beat Tampa. Rashad White's been incredible the last half of the season. Absolutely. So I, I think they got a shot here. I think it's a tough ask, but I think they got a shot. They're, I mean, you're likely going on the road to play San Francisco. I don't know if they're quite ready for that, but... Man, with they, with their coach, with their coach. By the way, are you in on Dan Campbell? I mean, you have to be, right? Like, I mean, how do you not want to run through a wall for that guy? I think um, you have to really be from Detroit to understand why he's the perfect guy for us. Like, when, when we talk about like putting your nose down, going to work, and um, and just and just putting the work in, I think he's just the perfect embodiment of Detroit, and I feel like. That's why you've seen the city embrace him and just embrace this team so much because we just want some guys who are going to go out there and, and give it their all. Um, I think if you go out there and, and things shake up a certain way and you lose, then that's one thing. But it just feels like we're prepared to play every week. Our energy is right, man. I'm, I'm, the, I'm one of the biggest Dan Campbell guys. And, he's, and he's, a play, he's a player's coach. He's been in the league. He was on the Lions on that 0-16 team. So – I think I don't think that there's a better candidate for our team. I don't, I really don't see another coach for us for a long time. Um, Dan Campbell's for sure the guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's not only the guy. He's he is. Um... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. He's something special <laughs> right now. And that emotion, it bleeds through. And sometimes that wears off when you're not winning, but they've been winning. And, and I like it. It's a good story. All right. The other games here. Texans-Ravens. Nine and a half points for the Ravens. They've been the team that wins by big margins this year. Um, Lamar's got to prove it. I don't know if if Lamar is the reason that I have been 
I, I it, well, I can tell you that he's not the reason that I've been hesitant on calling them as dominant as they quite frankly have been on paper. I think it's that they're just like they they've had so many injuries and they're still good despite them. I just need to see it in the postseason. I need to see it in these big games. I they don't scare me. Like the best of the Niners scares me more than the best of the Ravens, I guess, Mm -hmm. is one way I could put it. Mm -hmm. And so can the Texans go to Baltimore and win? I don't know. That's a big ask. But certainly the the swag of the Texans and C.J. Stroud and as well as he's playing, and I can't believe they're at this point with all the injuries they've sustained, but here they are. Crazier things have happened. But it looks like a pretty good spot for the Ravens. But, I mean, at least it's for the Chiefs fans. At least it's the Texans and not the Steelers. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I I don't know. But we... Look, Lamar Jackson, playoff quarterback, has not been, you know, the best. He's had some injuries, which makes it an unfair, you know, an unfair look. But it 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 is still something that he's got to go get proved. He's he's one and three in the playoffs, Malcolm, mm. with more interceptions than touchdowns, and you know, sort of like Dak a little bit. Like at some point, you got to buck those trends. Dak has not, and Lamar's got to do that if he. If he wants to win. And I don't remember. So of their games, they were the home team in 2019 and 2020. Mm. They lost both of those playoff games. That was early in Lamar's career. And then in 21, they went on the road and beat Tennessee and then got beat by Buffalo. Right. So he's had a little experience in all of it. But he's got he has not been good in the postseason. Like has been bad, quite frankly, in the postseason. And he's got to buck that if they're gonna do anything. Yeah, I think I think the Ravens are gonna look a lot differently this year than they have um in the postseason. And I think the biggest thing is 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 their defense. Like to me their defense is playing like just lights out. Um I think they're gonna they're gonna come out this weekend and, and prove that why they have so all those all pros on defense. Um and really that linebacker tandem. Um, I think it's going to be tough for Houston because um, they're they're going to really make C.J. Stroud one-dimensional and make him throw the ball across the field, and I think that's when um, you'll see uh, Baltimore call up some of those unique blitzes um, and get some pressure on him. So I really think that uh, Houston – I don't want to say they don't have a chance. I do think if the game turns into a shootout, anything can happen. Uh, but I do think Ravens' defense, just even beyond uh, this game this weekend – I think they're going to be the biggest story in this postseason run for the Ravens. Um, if they can hold teams to, you know, 20 points, 19, you know, in those type of margins, I think Lamar plus Justin Tucker, I think they can do enough to get points on the board. I don't, I don't know if we'll see a bunch of high-scoring games from the Ravens this postseason. I think they're going to really lean on the defense to uh, set the momentum for the team. But even still, um, I think – the new passing attack with the Ravens, I think it'll be it'll be interesting mix up something they haven't had in the playoffs since. Yeah, it's um, it, it I, to me it's the, the pass catchers are far better now than they have been for him. Mm-hmm. What's Mark Andrews' status, by the way? I haven't checked in on him. He, uh, they let him off IR. He practiced with the team on Friday, so I would I would assume he's he's gearing up for to be ready for the game. Um, but I haven't seen reports on that. But he is off IR and back with the team. Yeah, so if he comes back then, uh, I, I mean, it, it will be 
fascinating because Likely's been good. So now you give them two tight ends, and you give them Zay Flowers, and you give them Beckham, right? And then they've got Bateman and all their other cast of characters. It's, it's as gifted a group as Lamar Jackson's ever had, for sure, which has a lot to do with why he's going to win the MVP this year. I don't know. I, I There's a part of me, like, I really want Lamar Jackson to succeed and buck the trend because his story this year of that nobody wants him and all that stuff to, to MVP is fantastic. It's so good. And I love his game, but it's got to translate in these big moments. I mean, we all know that that's the key for quarterbacks to take that next step and enter that next class is you have to be able to win and become and be big time players in the postseason. And it's what's held some guys back in their careers from, you know, it held Tony Romo back from being considered you know, all-time good at, at Phillip Rivers. Like, you can go down the list of guys that continuously got to the playoffs but couldn't make it through. Mm. Lamar Jackson's sort of hovering right there right now, and he's got a good opportunity here. I, just give him one. I, I mean, I'm looking at it. He's had – he – I mean, the the reality is he has not had any good playoff games. He's played four. None of them have been good. Mm. So, for for him – it's like, can you just get that first one, right? Can you get that first game where you come out and you look like the MVP of the league in a playoff game? And that will, I think, help shake it a little bit. But until we see that, and if I'm sitting here as a Chiefs fan today, I'm just not worried about any team you got to play. I think they absolutely can beat any team that they'll play. And so that's where this all circles back for me is what does it mean for the chiefs we'll 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 get into that in the next segment in just a second but the packers and the niners is the other game at a brief look at look the niners are 10 point favorites at home i don't know if the air can can go out of the packers sails here i think what happened in dallas has a whole lot to do with dallas yeah but i don't want to take that away from green bay I've absolutely been on board with the way they've rebuilt this. I think it's been unbelievable how they've transitioned. It all sort of hinged on Jordan Love, of course, but, man, they have surrounded him with so many good young players that they're pretty dangerous. Like, now that they're kind of healthy and they've got – they actually if you like, if you haven't – you know, probably if you're a betting man or a fantasy football player, you know how good their young receivers are and how many of them that they have. But if you're a casual football fan, you probably never heard of any of these guys. Mm. But they've got several of them, Dobbs and Reed, and now Bo Melton looks pretty good. And, you know, they, they we haven't even seen Christian Watson. I don't know if he's playing or not, but, like, they've got a bunch of them. And Luke Musgrave's really good. He's back healthy. Like, all of a sudden, they've got five or six guys that can really hurt you in the pass game. And if Jordan Love plays well, why not? We've seen Brock Purdy struggle, right? Is it, you know, Purdy's not impervious to, it hasn't happened very often, but it's happened. You make a couple big plays defensively, and who knows? I mean, I, I don't think I'm comfortable laying 10 points. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah, 10 I, I don't know that. There. That's, a that's a lot. For a team that's as hot as Green Bay is, I mean, momentum means everything in the NFL. And Green Bay's won their last three. Uh, sorry, their last four, most recently in that game against Dallas. Now, again, Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago, meh. Dallas, who knows what that is. I, I definitely could see a 
scenario where San Francisco just comes out and stomps them. I just don't know if I'm comfortable putting my money on that. Mm. But this Green Bay story has been remarkable. And kind of like the Chiefs and Bills, these two teams seem to play every year in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd be um I'd really be interested to see because Aaron Jones, I mean, I think he set the tone for the game in a lot of ways. And I think uh, Green no Bay Green Bay went into that game really I think executing the ex- exact game plan that they set out for the week um, with some help from Dallas. Uh, but I, I do think uh, San Francisco is going to take care of business. One thing that I think uh, they have that Dallas necessarily doesn't is a solid run game. Because um, I think even when you watch the, the Lions game against the Cowboys, like we were able to run the ball effectively as well. Um, so when you're getting you know six yards a pop, on every run, and then that just you're you're looking at second and four. Every I mean that's just that's an offensive coordinator's dream. Um, so I do think that the 49ers will make those adjustments, um, but it'll be a good game for sure. 49ers are going to take the air out of the ball. They're going to run, run, run. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. They're going to try to run like crazy. That's why you look like 50 points seems too big for me. 50 points, a lot of points in a game where I think both teams would probably like to run the ball, uh, but we'll see. Uh, it should be. I think I'm excited about these divisional round matchups. I th- Look, championship weekend will be better, I think, no matter what the outcomes are this weekend. But I think we're going to get some good games. All right, we'll, we'll dig just a little bit further into the Chiefs. You'll have Dan Israel here to talk about it all at the top of the next hour. Let's give away some HTO on our way out. Jad, let's do a free iced tea which is available at uh, the Wichita West location, Wichita East location, and in Derby. And we'll give away a free brew house coffee drink, which is available at the East location in Wichita and in Derby. One of each to our first caller to the KFH hotline at 869-1240. Good luck, everybody. We'll be back with more Sports Daily right after this. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Congratulations to Misty for winning some HTO and Brew House coffee. It's cold outside, Oh yeah, Malcolm. I, I, I know you're from Detroit, so this is nothing new to you, just like folks here, but this sucks. Oh, my goodness. Man, I honestly, man, when it, once you start talking about negative temperatures and feels like um, you really can just count me out, I'd rather just stay bundled up, man. I don't know how those Chiefs fans did it. Like, do we really need college to get canceled today because it's cold? Like, I I don't want to be old man on his rocking chair on the front porch and talk about being soft. But, like, don't you think (laughs) 18-year-olds know how to put a pair of gloves on and zip up the jacket? Like, we need to cancel college for cold weather. That seems a bit excessive. I mean, if you got snow's a, gone, if you got a roads are class, safe. You got to walk from class across campus. It's negative, you know, ten. It only takes a couple minutes to get frostbite. So, uh huh. Not if you have a jacket and gloves on. I, I watched fifty thousand people at Arrowhead sit for three and a half hours at thirty below with their shirts off. <laughs> like I, I get the dangers, and I'm not trying to downplay the dangers of dangerously cold temperatures. But I think adults can figure out how to bundle up to get from class to class. Like canceling class because of cold weather? Oh, I don't know, man. I hope you don't have no college students listening right now. They're like, stop talking. Don't 
us either. Yeah, I don't, I don't, we don't want. No, I wouldn't want to go either if I was in college. <laughs> I would want to sleep in too. But I guess any excuse you can have. But let's come on now. Like let's just be real about this. Uh, the little guys, yes, that have to get off and on a bus and maybe have to walk to school. That's one thing. But college kids, I don't know. I, ho- I hope there's not something I've offended by saying that. <laughs> uh, okay, Chiefs Bills. Just just real quick, and I know you and Tommy will get more into this in the second hour. I think that when we look back at this season, how easy do you think it is to disregard what we saw for, I don't know, 75 or 80% of this season for the Chiefs and to wipe that away and just think about now moving forward? is Because to me... Some of the things that plagued them for that large portion of the season, they can sort of eliminate now. Now, they had a key penalty in that game on Saturday, right, that, disreg- that, that, that nullified a touchdown. So they still haven't done it completely clean. But I, I, th- I do think you can just sort of not even consider anything that's happened really up until the last couple of weeks of the regular season when you think about the Chiefs and their chances to win a Super Bowl. I don't think we're going to see them give the ability to those problems. They're going to minimize all that, I think, moving forward. And it almost does create like an entirely new season to look at with the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, I, w- I would say um, on offense, I think, like you said, shrinking, in, shrinking it down the playbook a little bit, simplifying things. Um, to where you're getting the ball into the right people's hands and you aren't necessarily um, taking some of the same risks they did earlier in the season. So I do think they'll be able to mitigate some of that, but I do think that it falls on the defense still. I still think that their corners are a little handsy. Uh, I still think that uh, that there is they are susceptible to the deep ball. Um, so I don't think that they are completely polished up on that side of the ball, and if we are getting into those games where it's a shootout and it's, you know, third, fourth quarter and we're talking 21-21 and they need to go down there and score consistently, scoring touchdowns consistently, I still feel like there's there's still that component there where I don't know if they're, if they're going to be able to sustain that many drives back to back to back like you'll need to, especially in a game against Buffalo uh, where I feel like that's where the game might boil down to. So I'm still where I'm looking at for the Chiefs, but I do think a lot of the their, their bigger, bigger issues, at least on the offensive side of the ball, is getting worked out. I do too. I, I think it's worked out, and I think that it is going to be a blast. And I hope that Chiefs fans enjoy this appropriately because it's been a wild ride to get to Chiefs Bills round you know seven, uh, but it's here, and it's in Buffalo this time. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be tight. I think you're going to see all the things you wanted to see. Two great quarterbacks going at it uh, when they need big plays. I, I, I think this is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be just as awesome as all these other playoff games have been between these two teams. All right, you and Tommy will have Dan Israel to talk about that. Coming up in the next segment, you'll get ready for this K-State game. By the way, Wildcat fans, you can catch K-State men's basketball broadcast with the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, right here on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Search for KFH on the Odyssey app at game time. That game tips uh, at 7, pregame coverage at 6. You guys will have that and more. It's Tommy and Malcolm coming up in hour number 2. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't go away. Sports Daily continues after this. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.